Greetings, variants from across the multiverse. This is Geekverse Reactions. My name is DJ Foster. I am joined with my good friend, Caleb Keller, as always, for the greatness that sits behind just what is the multiverse of incredible geeky things you know you you mr mando talk caleb keller how are you today my friend i'm good i'm good i'm i'm excited for this marvel heavy discussion that we're gonna have on this week's edition of yeah, man. gvr i mean we got a, a few news pieces that we're gonna discuss uh some rumors some some leaks it's, it's leaks. a it's a heavy time going on right now if i'm being completely honest internet has been crazy this week yes crazy even, to, even just in the last few hours it's exploding with all kinds of insanity yeah. i mean yeah. and that's it's typical but yeah that, so there's sorry there's no, great good, things to, there's great things to talk about tonight i mean some really great things to talk about and we finally get to spoiler discuss marvel's eternals and you know i talked about how that was my most anticipated marvel film of the year and we're going to maybe discuss some things and go back and forward maybe have some different takes on, on some things i'm sure we're going to uh but i look forward to getting to that but we do have some news pieces and dj is gonna you know lead the way as far as those news pieces go did a great job researching the, the news for this week and we are going to focus on marvel specifically uh so unless there's anything else that you would like to say dj i mean i'm ready whenever you are i'm ready to go in fact let's just go ahead and jump right into it starting Absolutely. off with some some rumors let's mm. just go straight to the rumors mm. because you know as adele once said rumor has it <laughs> and as rumor has it and by the way this rumor comes to us through one of our discord members mr hey. parker k16 on the lookout for us appreciate Appreciate him, you, Parker. Uh, dropping some good knowledge, potential, you know, rumor. I mean, not even not just not potential rumor. It is a rumor. Potential <laughs> fact coming down yeah. the line somewhere. There you go. Well, um, it's Black Panther. Black Panther mm. 2 has been one of these things that people Wakanda are, forever. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, throw up the X. Like Des Bryant used to do for the Cowboys. There you um go. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my Cowboys. Um, no, but anyway, Black Panther 2 is is being, I don't know, it's probably in, in pre-production right now. I have no idea if it started to film yet. I don't think it has. I want to say um, it's actually in production. Oh, okay. Because I, I see in the past week, I, I saw a report that it was being halted because I don't remember her name, actress of of Black Panther's sister. Can't remember her name. Her character's name is Suri. Yes. Um she something happened to where she can't shoot right now and so production has been paused for Got right it. now but anyway i'm sorry to interrupt you but i that's just wanted to inform the listeners i do think that is in production well that's good to know and i actually didn't even know that i somehow missed that while perusing the interweb the other day to prepare <laughs> yeah. our show notes but either way the cosmic circus and we've reported stuff from them before that's it's very rumor heavy side but they're reporting that t'challa and this is a direct quote from the cosmic circus uh, T'Challa's legacy will continue in and beyond um, through T'Challa's son with Nakia. Now, if if you remember just Black Panther in general, that is Lupita Nyong'o's character, Nakia. Of course, their love interest I thought was done, you know, very well in that story. I was really, as far as love stories go, I, I felt personally involved. And I think that says a lot because mm -hmm. um, I really don't care too much about love stories, if I'm being real honest. 
but um, they're good. It's okay every now and then. Um, but he goes on to say in this this article, we shouldn't expect T'Challa and Nakia's son to take over the mantle of Black Panther just yet in the next film. And that's all we chose to quote from that article tonight. Um, first of all, Caleb, how do you feel about this being a potential way to carry on the Black Panther legacy without Chadwick Boseman? I mean, for me, I certainly kind of like the idea. I like the idea of it not being um, taking it over initially. I like that they would want to build it up. And I'm a sucker for the father-son kind of storytelling. And I think that's very evident with me loving Star Wars the way that I do. So I'm all for it. I mean, unfortunately, it's definitely not as cool as having Chadwick continue to play Black Panther. I absolutely loved and adored his portrayal of T'Challa. Absolutely wonderful from every single work that I saw him in. Even in recently in What If, the voice of T'Challa. It was great to have Chadwick. Incredible on What If. But I like this idea of incorporating and making it more so like a family story, which, again, I'm a sucker for. I think it would be great. What do you think? Well, when you look at the story of Black Panther, even going back to Civil War, we saw T'Chaka, King T'Chaka, die, Mm -hmm. pass that mantle onto T'Challa. And now by way of necessity, which is very unfortunate, Mm -hmm. we pass the mantle potentially onto his son. That would mean that there was possibly a a wedding off screen Mm -hmm. that we never got to see. And of course, you know, them having a son, which is a big deal. And he's probably young and they can fast forward in time and all that fun stuff and get us to where we're, we're, we're at now, as far as where we're going to be with Wakanda forever. And I really think that the name kind of warrants the potential for something like this to uh, continue on as far as it goes with um, having his son come in and continue on that legacy until, until that character is, old enough or they feel like Mm -hmm. the story has progressed far enough you know i'm still curious about who they may have fill in that black panther role i've been thinking suri would be perfect for that right sister just why not she's she's there she's available she's young let's use her well and and Um, that kind of goes to your next question here in the notes uh, of where you're saying of where we're asking you know did we expect something else to happen as far as other characters in the world that that we've come to know to take on that mantle and that's kind of where where I fall is I was kind of hoping to see Shuri take up that uh, in this next installment. Uh, who knows, though, if that's going to be a thing. I really don't even know personally because I'm not somebody big into the comics if that is comic book accurate. But I certainly think it could. I mean, she has played an integral part as far as T'Challa becoming Black Panther himself. So yeah. it would only make sense for her to be involved with taking up that that role uh, now that, unfortunately, Chadwick can't be there mm-hmm. to do it. I think if if they had never intended to to have a plan similar to that, you know, we could have done like a whole Black Panther family type of thing. And eventually, Surrey, maybe there was Mm -hmm. a way for a bunch of people to be multiple Black Panthers. I mean, who knows what they could have come up with. And we already know that we already know that Marvel Studios is willing to kind of go off script from the comics. So it's not too far from from reality, potentially. Well, um, that's our that's our Black Panther news. And by the way, I know, Caleb, you said this at the top, but I just want to reiterate it. This is a this is an MCU show tonight. Um, It just with Eternals and then Spider-Man coming out next next month. It just made sense to stick with Marvel for tonight. And speaking of Spider-Man. We have some fantastic (laughs) information that has 100% broke the internet 
Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it is just constantly trending. It's trending even now, Spider-Man. Yep. But the official no Spider-Man No Way Home poster was finally released. And I, I saw it first on Twitter. There's mm-hmm. a real good chance they got in that, you know, Facebook business, whatever app and just blasted it everywhere all at once. But um, the, the Twitter account that I first saw it from was the official, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home account tweeting that that image. And that poster is really not bad. Um, I personally think that a lot of the fan posters we've been seeing over the last several months are better. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one tells you what we kind of already know based on the, uh, what was it? The trailer that was released a few weeks ago. Sure. Yeah. So as far as that goes, you know, we kind of just, I'm going to break down the poster really quick. Um, what we have in the center of it is Peter, uh, the one we know, Tom Holland in this universe, <clears throat> He is there in the Iron Spider suit. The only real difference in this suit is it looks it appears he has some gauntlets on his arm. It's mm. a little different. Good I uh, think that's a callback to an old Electro comic where he has got to insulate his webs so that he can actually tie up Electro. Mm. That was briefly mentioned in the Spider-Man uh, video game that came out a couple of years ago in 2018. So okay. that's why that's why I come up with that theory. But we've got nods to Doc Ock, obviously. Sure. Green, Green Goblin is just this tiny little speck way in, in the background. In the background, yeah. And it's kind of like you zoom in on it, and you're like, you don't even really need to zoom in on it to see that it's clearly the Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to see that Willem Dafoe is just hanging out as uh-huh. the Green Goblin. I love it. We get nods to Sandman, which is a shock to me, uh-huh. and also nods to Electro. Um, so, and as I just previously mentioned, so as a whole, Caleb, what do you think about this poster? Well, certainly this poster is the best of the three Marvel Spider-Man, uh, posters. I thought the homecoming, I mean, the homecoming was cool. Homecoming one was cool. I think it was Peter Parker, Spider-Man laying down, and then you could see the Avengers tower behind him. And Mm -hmm. then the far from home poster though, I thought there was, it was kind of a iffy poster to say the least but i don't remember I, that one i enjoy this no way home poster but you are correct we've seen some pretty cool fan art posters out there uh for no way home because everyone has been patiently not patiently impatiently waiting for yeah, no way time. home content and we did finally get this poster i don't really have any other big takeaways from it other than i actually really enjoyed it i liked the simplicity of it if i'm being completely honest and i also liked that there wasn't really that many reveals in it i think i'm the only one that's enjoying the non-reveals out of the fan fan base (laughs) it's hard to not want reveals when we've been teased and we've heard leaks and rumors Um, and i'm not trying to jump too far ahead with our next piece but i'm just saying we've heard so much and seen so much and and speculation this and that i mean from every corner of the internet you know, it's so hard at this point to have not seen. And I even talked to some guys today, uh, friends of mine, big Marvel nerds. I mean, yeah. they they were like, I know nothing. Don't say anything. Don't bring it up. I mean, just dang near death threats. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. don't, don't you dare spoil this. It's like, I'm not going to spoil it for you. If you don't want to know about it, you don't want to know about it. Um, That's kind of how I am. <laughs> no, I what the death threat kind? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not that serious. But I, I try to avoid seeing things. I only really, but it's hard to do it as somebody that, that makes YouTube content over this stuff. 
I try to avoid looking at leaks and, and seeing images and things of that nature unless it comes from the studio themselves, because I've always been one of those. It's like, OK, if they're hiding something, it's because it's really going to pay off when we actually see the thing. And I want to be able to experience that moment. So that's the, really the only reason why I personally try to avoid them. But, you know, in, in certain instances, you just can't doing this. <laughs> well, it's and you're you're not wrong about the fact that because we you know, do the content thing. Right. We are constantly on the, I'm on, I mean, I can't, I don't want to speak for you. I'm constantly on the lookout for content, um, sure. but this is just another one of those moments where it's like, yeah, okay. We've got the, we've got official content. That's fantastic. Yeah. We're happy to have we it. We did. We did get and, official content. And it's amazing. Cause we've only really had two pieces of official con content or confirmation of anything mm -hmm. uh, up to this point and everything else has been leaked. So any preconceived notions anybody has about this movie is all because of leaks <laughs> and rumors which is yep. wild. It is wild. That puts the expectations very high on the list. Okay. Let's go on to our, not the next thing, but just to kind of put this question of sorts out there. We named four villains here at Geekverse reactions. We have theorized on our own that we believe this is going to be some kind of a sinister six movie. Caleb, who are the other villains you think are on the table for this? No clue. If I'm being honest, I don't know if I've really, really? bought into the Sinister Six thing. I, I think you have 100%, but I don't know if I'm on board with it because I have voiced that I still don't think that uh, okay. we know that I have the opinion that Venom's not going to be in it. You're still ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm committing to I just kind of want to hear your your possibilities on this. OK, well, I have two very plausible ones and one very off the wall one i'll say that very quickly so we can move forward um <laughs> my first my first one is venom sure at this point we the world has got to know about that mid mid credit scene yeah they do they from do. let there be carnage so he's there's no way he's not in the movie he's going to show up somehow and then that's going to take tom holland into the sony verse Okay. Sure. I mean, that's, that's fair, but you could, you could make the argument that that in credit scene does take him into the Sony verse. I hate that you just poked a hole in that, but I don't <laughs> care. I'm going to go, I'm going to keep it that there. We got both Toms right there, Venom okay. and Spidey. They're back. That's fair. And, and, and yeah, that's what's going to, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> All right. And here's the second thing is a uh, vulture. Mm. We know. Michael Keaton's still very much alive in the MCU. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. Um, and he's in the Morbius movie from the trailer. Yep. So it makes sense that he could be he could be there. And here's my off-the-wall one. Okay. Um, and I've, I've had a theory about this for a minute. Um, when they announced What If and what they had coming through What If, and we mm -hmm. heard about the Doctor Strange episodes, and then we watched the Doctor Strange episodes and saw it was Strange Supreme mm. and Dark Doctor Strange. I want to go ahead and just throw it out there. I think Doctor Strange could be a potential other villain in this mm. movie. And it's uh, Stephen Strange from a different universe in the multiverse. Right. I don't, I, I don't see why not. I feel like it's very possible. Um, it's possible. It, it I mean, they already have the actor there. You can easily just dress him up a different way. Yep. And we've already had him voice Strange Supreme. He's familiar with the character, and he's he's one of these actors who's done his research. I mean, when he was filming Doctor Strange, he went into a comic book store and bought Doctor Strange comics dressed up as Doctor Strange. So, you know, yeah. I think anything's possible as far as that goes. 
that's my off the wall, but somehow relevant, I guess, as mm-hmm. far as a theory goes. So I'm going to yeah. stick with, he could be a potential for a sinister six type movie. I know you have not bought into it. I'm totally yeah. bought into it. Well, I don't see why not. And I so. think the only reason why I haven't bought into it is because for some reason, I'm just in this mindset of not speculating recently. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm like shifting gears here, but I, as you were talking, I, I re- researched some things here and I was trying okay. to come up with like what the fan base was thinking as far as sinister six p- potential uh, yeah. villains. Obviously we didn't mention Craven the hunter. That's okay. a possibility, I guess. And then the other one that I'm seeing a lot of people mention that they would still like to see somehow again is Mysterio. So it, I eh. mean, that, it makes eh. sense. <laughs> I, I, I'll just be honest. I wasn't the biggest fan of Mysterio. Mm. um okay. i like jake gyllenhaal i think oh, jake yeah. gyllenhaal is a great actor um i just i i don't know what i expected with with mysterio and mm-hmm. I, I feel like maybe my expectations were not correct even right I, there's there's no telling what what i was thinking when that movie came out it's been so long but uh regardless of that you know i don't want to see mysterio i mm-hmm. i think it's just because i'm ready for the nostalgia train mm. and Fair. I mean, we know it's Alfred Molina. We know it's Willem Dafoe. It just kind of bring it, you know? Yeah. Well, um, as far as Spider-Man goes, that is official. We're now going official. to, we're now going to jump into spoilery leaks. Now, sure. for the sake of our listeners, we want you to know that we have chosen not to share specifically where, not even, not where, but what these leaks are. Right. All we want to tell you is that there are some behind the scenes photos that have leaked online from the John Campia show. John uh, Campia. Campia. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. good. I pronounced it wrong for the longest time when I was first introduced to him. But it is Campia. Campia. Yeah. Campia. So the John Campia show, um, major No Way Home spoilers. Okay. It's not that hard to find. There's a good chance if you're listening or watching this, you've probably already seen these. Yeah, but either it, accidentally or by choice. <laughs> I saw them accidentally and by choice. There you go. You know, sometimes it just shows up and you're like, what's that? Click. And next thing I know, I was like, <gasps> so right. I was, it was I walked I walked into work today and I went to my cousin because I do work with my cousin. And I was like, hey, um, he's a huge <laughs> Spider-Man fan said have you seen the leaks he goes nope and i was like do you want to he goes nope <laughs> said, okay there you <laughs> so go so he was like i was like okay i won't say anything but i was like they're big but yeah. they're not what you think they are Oof. i'm gonna say they're not what you think they are so again for the sake of those who want to remain as spoiler free as possible we will mm-hmm. not divulge those things but if you decide you know what screw the waiting i'm gonna go try to find it it takes three seconds you'll find it like that yeah no, no issues there at, at all so but caleb you've seen these images uh-huh uh-huh okay you're probably wishing you hadn't That's i'm fine. i'm personally wishing that i haven't but it's all good again That's as, as, as on content creators though i probably needed to see it because this needs to be addressed as far as out there with the community of, of our geek verse reactions listeners uh i did this today first of all john campia show he goes live every single day to discuss film news a lot of different things and if i'm being completely honest he's one of the guys that inspired me to get into doing this kind of thing so major respect to him but today on his show he addressed what happened and i made it a point because i knew that we were going to be 
talking about this. I made it a point to go and listen to what happened with these images. And again, I'm not going to, like DJ said, we're not going to mention what is in these images, but some big things that I took away from him talking was um, he got some pretty big phone calls from some pretty big individuals from a certain studio with an S on the end. Uh, that's word for word what he said. And that in this phone call, he they couldn't confirm uh, 100% that these images were real, but pretty much those images are real is kind of how he explained it. So again, to avoid those of you out there that don't want to know, not going to share details, but then he also said, there were more images that he got that would have been even bigger. And that's he's glad that he didn't uh, post them. And he also was talking about how the only reason why he posted them is because he gets emails on the daily of fake leaks. And he just assumed that these were fake. So he posted them out there for fun. And then that's when he got a phone call and realized, uh oh, these might be real. And then he deleted them. So a lot of uh, it is really interesting listening to him talk about the process of which how all of this unfolded and how it has massively blown up. And uh, I, I know, it, obviously, I don't know the guy. I mean, I just watch his YouTube content whenever I get the chance. He seems like he's kind of upset in a way that he did it because he he tries his best to kind of be like ethical as far as covering things. But I'll let those of you out there to to go check that out if if you are so interested in checking out his explanation. It was really interesting to listen to. And I, my eyes widened when he said, uh, we can't confirm that they're 100% real, but uh, they might be real. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's out there. Am, it's out there. <laughs> I, I don't listen to John Campia, and I feel like now I need to. But I might go listen to that one show and just kind of see. But I'll send you the link. And I might need to just put the link in, in the description for those of you that are interested. I can every, do that if every, needed. Everything you just said, I, I had no knowledge of. So if you're watching, you saw me looking off the screen, trying to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, if somebody important reached out to this guy to say, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I, my heart sank for the guy. I can only yeah. imagine. And you even told me he I think he tried to backtrack it on Twitter. It was like, oh, these are some great Photoshop. Right. Is that something? Happened? Well, he ended up deleting them. And what was weird was he had his watermark on it. And that yeah, led a, a lot of people to believe that like he created it or something. And but I don't he, he went wow. into detail about why he put the watermark there. And he said the reason why he put it there is because the first time that he shared leaks that weren't real it blew up and so this time he wanted to put his watermark on there so people knew hey go check out the john campia show well he freaking got checked out <laughs> i'll tell you that much you know that, it that was wow that's incredible well it just it just shows to go you putting your watermark on stuff is a good call uh, <laughs> sure. well, no matter what it is oh man yeah, i, I don't mean even, i don't, even I don't know want to process that yeah it, I, yeah i don't either i don't either i'm kind of at a loss for words who's the i literally company? watched that 10 minutes before going live dude man well okay so what's the company with an s on the end marvel studios it's got to be yeah marvel studios i'm sitting here like <laughs> marvel marvel comics sony like none of those marvel yeah. comics but it's not a comic <laughs> book it's a, it's a movie marvel studios duh all right well guys ladies whoever the heck's listening out there you guys tell us what you think about 
anything you heard us talk about so far. Do I make weird shocked faces? Does <laughs> Caleb grab my attention? The answer is yes. Do I grab Caleb's attention? The answer is clearly no. So let's <laughs> just get, I'm just kidding. I'm just and putting, putting false, false accusations out there on them, on the mics. Rebel Scum Texan. That's all, Rebel Scum all right. Texan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is our Spider-Man news. That is also our Black Panther news. Now let's get into some Disney Plus news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not big stuff because later this week we have some really cool stuff. We know we're going to get to talk about some things yes, that do. have been rumored, some things that have been confirmed here and there. One of those rumors I've been I've heard is a new Spider-Man trailer. So we'll see how that goes on Disney Plus Day this coming Friday. But (laughs) as far as Disney Plus news for today is concerned, um, very small thing, maybe to some. To me, I think it's a really cool deal because the potential it has down the line. Uh, This is our final news piece. Disney has announced they will be taking the Marvel, all of the Marvel movies that are on Disney Plus and fitting them into an IMAX aspect ratio for optimal at-home viewing. I saw this via a tweet to a link to their YouTube channel on Disney. I think Disney Plus's YouTube channel. And I watched that and I was floored by it. I was kind of shocked at how new and fresh some of these older movies, like the original Iron Man, how it looked with this IMAX aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing really spoilery about this. It's just plain and simple. Good, good news. Yeah, um, I can't I need to update my TV, I think, now to kind of really properly enjoy. I've got an older sure. TV. So, um, Caleb, are you excited by this this new aspect ratio we're getting? I mean, I absolutely love this. I also am kind of concerned with it, though, because this is yet again another addition to streaming at home that could end movie theaters if they really wanted to end movie theaters i don't think we're going in that direction but i mean it's certainly in that step if they wanted to but i think it's clear at this point that studios realize they need movie theaters as far as making money goes but anyway yes getting this imax ratio is great it excites me i love it i know right now it's just marvel films i believe that are on this list but right now it is but getting uh, obviously getting star wars in that format would be pretty cool it'd be pretty cool to watch those films or shows in their best possible formats possible every single time oh i'll be that guy i will go back and watch like the jungle book if they put it in imax Mm. i mean there's there are a million fantastic Disney animated movies that would look incredible in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the original Lion King with mm-hmm. like, you know how pretty beautiful good. that would look, you know, yeah. I'd yeah. pay money to see that in an IMAX theater. Um, have you, how many, have you been to IMAX movies before? Have you been to any of those? Two. Been to two. I've only been to one. So having experience, I, well, <laughs> I, I saw, I got to see Raiders of the Lost Ark on IMAX. Oh, that's cool. And that was, that was 30 bucks well spent that day. I'll say that. But anyway, um, as far as this goes, I think it's a win. You know, I think it's cool for older movies. I think it's fantastic. Caleb, I think you kind of are the same uh, opinion. And I think we also kind of expect this to happen with other Disney owned franchises like like Star Wars, Pixar, you know, those top build things at the top of the Disney plus menu when you open it up. Yeah. And I'm like you too. I'm going to have to, I don't even think my TV is compatible with said format. So 
it might be redundant for me right now, but it's a cool option for those of you that have it. <laughs> yeah, I still need to get one of those lights that you can plug into your TV that like. You know oh, that uh, respond with them. Yeah, I need. Yeah, need those would be I cool, need to get man. One of those. You imagine watching uh, Star Wars with those things going? I've seen, I've seen the clip of Anakin versus Obi Wan when the lava, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. and, um, from someone's TV like that, sure. and I'm just like, I will never leave the couch if I <laughs> if I ever get my hands on one of those things. Okay, yeah. well, that's all of our news pieces for today. You got a little. Um, knowledge about me and caleb need new tvs you got all <laughs> kinds of fun random and that's the thing i like about geekverse we're very laid back uh-huh. we we, we kind of jump all over the place and yeah, I, we do. I i think it's a fun time so anyway Absolutely. that's our news pieces for today and yeah. now i'm gonna hand it back over to caleb he's gonna take us into our discussion for Certainly. this tuesday yeah we finally both have had the opportunity to see marvel's eternal so if the episode did not give it away the episode title did not give it away we are going to get into eternals spoilers so spoiler beware if you have not seen the film click away come back once you have seen it we would greatly appreciate it but let's go ahead and do this thing i had the opportunity to go see eternals on friday night and Saturday, I posted a initial non-spoiler reaction. So go check out that video on YouTube if you'd like to see my fresh out of theater at midnight. I think you can probably tell in that video I'm a little tired because it's at midnight when I finally got back from that viewing. But those initial reactions that I had all still kind of hold true in my opinion. I'll just give my initial thoughts um, and then I'll pass it to DJ to hear his initial thoughts before we dive deeper into the spoilers. I admit this is not the best Marvel movie, not even close, but I did have fun with it still. Uh, I don't think, I I do think Spider-Man No Way Home is going to end up being better. So I I think that Eternals being my most anticipated MCU film of the year, I don't think it quite reached that expectation now that I've thought about it for a few days, but I still enjoyed it. So I still recommend anybody, if you're a Marvel fan, to go and experience this. And everybody that's saying it's nothing like a Marvel film that you've seen before, they're right. It's really different compared to other MCU films, but it also still feels like the MCU, in my opinion, too. So it it does a good job of of balancing that out a little bit. DJ, what are your initial just basic kind of thoughts on Eternals before we actually start discussing spoilers? Well, as far as what as far as just a takeaway goes Mm -hmm. i messaged you as the credits popped up i got Uh my phone out and hit caleb i was like okay i as of right now i could have gone my entire life without ever watching this movie Mm. i uh now having said that i did not dislike this movie okay i i thought it was a very good movie i mean i think the critic ratings were dead wrong first of all um that's that's my number one thing and that's kind of where we were last week talking about going in because we did our kind of our discussion was on eternals last week before movie had released before we'd seen it and just kind of our expectations and you know even you hit me up and you're like i don't know if i'm really sure about this and and going in and after seeing some of the audience reviews i was like these critics got it wrong Mm-hmm. clearly i mean last i checked it was 40 something critics and 80 something yeah. audiences yeah and and that's on just rotten tomatoes who knows about all the other rating websites mm-hmm. so you you 
kind of boil that down and you say, okay, generally speaking, this was a good movie. So I think it affirms my theory that I dropped out there last year that Hollywood was coming after Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Um, I think I really do. And I, we're going to talk about this on Thursday. I just want to drop it now. Um, earlier today, it dropped that she is working with Kevin Feige on his upcoming Star Wars project. Mm-hmm. So you, what we're seeing here is who you're seeing an individual and it does. And by the way, I don't think it matters that she's a woman. I think people would rake a man over the coals too, by the way. Mm. Um, I, we're seeing somebody who was an acclaimed director. She is mm-hmm. who won the Academy award now being ostracized for taking on something that people like Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg have called not art not cinema and that is of course marvel and also star wars so my initial takes are this movie is good and we are not giving credit to chloe Zhao. i think in the hollywood spectrum the way i should i say we hollywood's not giving her credit for doing what she has done with this film Hmm. because this is a beautiful film it really is i mean i would make the argument that it's one of the most beautiful marvel films to date it i think it 100 percent is you know, th- mm-hmm. this is clearly a cinematic movie. I'm so glad I watched this in the theater yeah. because I don't think I could appreciate this the same way at home. Mm-hmm. And after now, I'm now wishing I could see Dune in the yes. theater. Um, and, and after, because you, you, it's kind of funny, you know, you watch a movie that is intrinsically relying on its cinema and its, its mm-hmm. filmmaking and its cinematography and, and that, that being Dune. Mm-hmm. And then also now watching, having watched Eternals, it's kind of a similar feeling in a way. So, you know, I I really kind of wish I could go back and watch Dune in the theater before. Maybe I need to try soon. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But all that, all that aside, my initial takes on Eternals is really, I think I was right about Chloe Zhao and, Mm -hmm. you know, movie was good. I don't really think I need to watch it again. Yeah. I think that's fair, but it was good. It was a good movie. Okay. Well, let's dive deeper into this good movie uh i've got some spoiler takeaways spoiler discussion thoughts uh that i had typed out literally the next morning as my reaction video was going out there i was typing away my spoiler thoughts because i was so ready to just go spoiler mode with this thing so let's go ahead dive deep into it and we'll just let the conversation flow off of these takeaways that i have typed out here the runtime the runtime was admittedly long and very slow at times, if I'm being completely honest. But for me, and this is just my take, and I'm wondering or curious, DJ, if you feel the same way. I thought it was necessary, though. I mean, we got the character rundown of all of the different characters. Um, and I can kind of run through here and give, obviously, the, the big things that I took away with each character. Athena, Angelina Jolie, struggles with occasionally remembering her own memories that cause her to become violent. I thought that was a really cool little side story there. Gilgamesh really cares for Athena, and I found myself really invested in their little relationship that they had. So that was a really important moment that we continue to get to see. Ajak, honestly, I felt like they could have done a little bit more with her. She was the leader of the group initially. I didn't really feel that, though, personally. I 
I felt like um, Icarus was clearly the leader of the group, though, even though he wasn't necessarily titled as the leader. Uh, but still, it was cool knowing that she was the only person that really knew the true purpose of them being on Earth. And also we learned that she heals. So that was really cool. I've already talked about Icarus. Uh, he loves Cersei and is the strongest of the group, or that's what they try to portray, that he's the strongest of the group. And, you know, he's he's basically the Superman of this film. That Those are his abilities. Cersei, by far, Cersei was the main character, in my opinion. I, I think going into this, we talked about how they had so many different characters. We didn't know who was going to be the main one. Cersei, by far, is that main character. Uh, I love that uh, she was a teacher. You know, that's that connects to, you know, how I am. I'm a teacher. I, I try to try to influence the youth. Uh, and she was also in a relationship with Dane Whitman. Kingo, comedic relief, 100%. This is uh, Kamel Nanjiami's, I believe I said his last name correctly, or maybe not. That's his character. And really, I just put shooting was his skill. Uh, I mean, I guess he got like a laser balls I, and they went I to I called fingers. them I called them pew pew fingers pew pew fingers I yeah, like it because every time he did this he pew pew I mean that's what happened so yeah it was really hard not to call him that yeah uh next character Dweg Dreg Druig I still don't know how Druig still don't know how to say his name yeah controls a small village that was a side plot that we got kind of interesting um weird I was looked really like Jim, intrigued like by Jim, that character. Look like Jim Jones, man. Yeah. Sprite struggles with never aging. She's the one that um, transforms and, and disappears. Makari was by far the least amount of time spent on this character. She was the speedster. I felt like we could have spent more time with her. And then Fastos. Again, I felt like he was the comedic relief aspect but he was the technology advancer, technology guru. That's a character rundown. And, and again, because of all of those different things, those different side stories, this runtime got really long and felt really slow at some times. DJ, what did you think of that runtime? I think that if, we, if they really wanted us to latch on to these characters in a major way, it may have been more beneficial for this movie to have become a TV series. I said this. I think last I've seen week. that take too. Yeah. Yeah. I I know I said that that last week on the show, but it, to me it just makes sense, you know, because you've got ten characters here. Not to mention the um, what are those beasts they fight? I can't remember the the starts with the D. Oh, the deviants. Uh, the deviants. You have the deviants. They're trying to fight. I I could have spent. Personally, I would have been preferred twenty minutes. Mm. on on the deviants and i sit there and think about all these different characters and how you know they're all so important to the story because you really cannot tell this story without every single one of them maybe right. except for dane whitman for now but we can talk about that in a little bit um oh we'll get there he, yeah we'll get there i know you want to talk about him but <laughs> um i still think that these character breakdowns you hit it spot on for sure. I was very much involved in Gilgamesh and Thena's relationship. And yes. I kept thinking that was going to become romantic. And after really thinking about it, I look at it more as a brother sister relationship. hundred percent. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I have a younger sister. She's two years younger than me. So for a minute I was just, I was so latched on to Gilgamesh to the point that when, you know, again, this is a spoiler breakdown when he dies, I was mad. 
Yeah. I, I, I was upset that he, he had died. I was like, gosh, I just, he, he was the only guy in that group I thought could even remotely take on Icarus. Mm-hmm. And the second he was gone, I was like, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know? and, and, and props to Chloe Zhao and Eternals and whoever, everybody involved with yeah, making those, yeah. those decisions. Seeing the heroes die isn't something we're used to in Marvel, especially in the first film. No, uh, that was a pretty cool decision. If I'm being honest. Yeah. I was like you that I was like, what the heck? I was loving yeah. Gilgamesh. Oh yeah. And I like the name Gilgamesh. Absolutely. I love the I, I, I story. I love the story of Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what's not to love about a giant flood, you know? <laughs> I mean, and, and this guy's got just a flood of, of power. Uh-huh. And I think that's incredible. You know what? And I'm surprised he didn't have something to do with water based on his yeah. name. But um, that I didn't care about once he once I saw him down in Australia and and he's taking care of Athena. I just thought this is a beautiful character. Yeah, you don't say that a lot about masculine characters. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was a beautiful character. I could talk a long time about Gilgamesh. He's, he's actually great. the character I've thought the most about since yeah. and I saw the movie yesterday. So okay. yeah. having seen it last night, I was in a theater, you know, 24 hours ago watching this thing. There you go. And after having watched it, you know, I still think I could talk about him a long time. But um, you're—I think I agree with you. We need—we should have spent more time on Ajax. I don't think that her being the leader of the group really came off very well. Although I do see where they were trying to push Icarus to that point, as as the other Eternals goes, because they kept referring to him as boss. Yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone viewed him as the leader. I mean, you could just kind of tell. I mean, no, I mean they. They knew Ajax was the leader, but they looked to Icarus for, okay, what should we do? Like you said, boss, <laughs> what yeah, should, what and, should we do boss? <laughs> and I think that there's an important lesson in that these movies, Star Wars is this way. Marvel is often this way. These movies should sometimes contain life lessons. I think the life lesson to look at with Icarus is don't always look to the person who's the most powerful mm-hmm. to be your leader because they may be very corrupt and as we saw as the movie progressed, I kept wondering, okay, these deviants, they aren't, I kept telling myself, there's no way these are the main villains. Yeah. Cause they spent almost no time on them. Mm-hmm. And I took myself out of the world, which I don't normally do. And I was being very critical of this movie and, and mm. I don't know why I just was, but I took myself out of this movie and took out, took off the blinders and, and, you know, really was looking at this. And I was like, there's one i even thought at one point it's like one of these people is the villain somebody's the villain yeah. here and at one point i thought maybe it's ajak because she's not really in the movie a whole lot maybe she'll come back of course when we find out she's dead mm. i was like well who the heck killed her mm. you know i mean there was moments of like me thinking that and yeah. as the story went on i was ple i was actually pleased with how they did that yeah you know i think that's i just thought of something the, Go ahead, as, go ahead. as you're kind of flowing here and we're kind of getting ahead of something that I of Icarus and kind of talking about him and that reveal, which is fine. But, you know, you were mentioned like who really is the true villain of this film. That is something that I was struggling with initially, like you, uh, the mm-hmm. deviants, I, like you. I didn't think that there was enough story there for us to care about them really being the villain. Uh, and that do, I guess that does, in a sense, kind of get me to my next point here is these things or this thing, this um, celestial Erisham, uh, this celestial Erisham is really kind of behind the scenes puppeteering all of this. 
And as you were kind of talking there about really who is the true villain in this film, for me, it's Arisham. Uh, and I kind of think of, I do it, I do it every week almost, Star Wars. You have to. You have it's to. like Palpatine pulling the strings on Vader. It's almost yeah. in a sense at Absolutely. the conclusion of this film, Arisham pulls the strings on uh, Icarus. Because Icarus yeah. wouldn't have done any of the things that he that he ended up doing if it hadn't been all the things that Arisham had had told Ajak and then Ajak informed Icarus of those things that he needed to do. Yeah. And also, at the very end, you could tell that Icarus realized that he messed up, I think, almost kind of like Vader in a sense mm -hmm. yeah. and decided, you know what, I just need to remove myself from this situation i failed as i, I failed my mission and i, I don't know i just I, now that we're kind of talking about that i'm actually enjoying that aspect of the story a little bit more well there's nothing i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i i actually really i'm on the opposite end i appreciate the story uh -huh. in that sense i don't like that icarus is just gone okay and i don't i don't even want to say he's gone because if he's supposed to be like Superman, which real quick timeout, we got two DC references in this movie. Yes, we did. Yes, and we did. Which now I'm sorry, it has to be said, Batman and Superman exist as stories within the MCU. Yeah. Which then you got to wonder how the heck does Michael Keaton factor into this? Now that's that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other uh, other podcast, okay? Yeah. But as far as this right now is concerned with Icarus, I, I, I don't like that he decides, let's just go ahead and make this legend that Sprite made up true. Mm -hmm. Let's just go ahead and fly into the sun. And I'm like, mm -hmm. guys, just you got one of the coolest characters we have out here. Kill him, kill him off. And he's, yeah. he's a great actor, which, by the way, I, I don't remember that actor's name. Uh, Richard you, Madden. Richard Madden and Henry Cavill need to be in a movie together. Mm, doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't have to be a superhero movie. They look exactly the yeah. same. They should be brothers. <clears throat> mm. I've seen Excuse people me. think uh, that uh, Richard Madden was playing. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name? The Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen people Sebastian get them Stan. confused. Yes, Sebastian yes. Stan. He's like a low budget <laughs> Sebastian Stan is what I heard yeah. at one point, which there's nothing low budget about that, dude. No, um, he's he's incredible. You know, I, I, I feel like we just kind of keep coming back to these characters, which is fine. I mean, I think we could do honestly, if we really wanted to. We could do a whole episode on each one of these characters. I think so, too. But I'll, I'll say this before we kind of move forward, because, uh, you know, there's other things I think we both want to talk about. Mm -hmm. I was surprised at what they did with Sprite. Mm. I, I never really saw a moment where I thought she was super in love if you will, with uh, Icarus yeah. until she just flat out was like, says it, <laughs> says it. And I'm like, okay, makes sense. And then especially when Kingo says what he says about uh, Peter Pan and Wendy and Tinkerbell, which I thought was actually hilarious <laughs> because, because I flat out self said last week or recently, man, Sprite looks like, or I didn't even know Sprite was like, man, we got Peter Pan over here. Uh -huh. And I, I remember thinking she looks like Peter Pan. And well, then for hold them on to now. drop in that keep, keep reference, going. I thought it was going. so funny. Well, anyway, as far as her her defecting and, and running off with Icarus, by that point, it makes sense. 
her motivation makes sense, which I actually had a great conversation with, with someone today about uh, Sprite and how they're going to use her character going forward. You know, they give her the ability to age, to actually be human and to continue to go through life the way she's always wanted and to actually be grown up essentially. Um, I like that because it doesn't constrain them to having a child actor mm. in a role. She still exists within that world. So they can bring that character back and have that yeah. actor still play that character. Um, and, and Sprite can, you know, maybe potentially get her powers back somehow. Yeah. And, you know, they all got abducted. So, I mean. Right, right. Well, and, well, and that's another thing, too. Like, Icarus, obviously, at the end, he flies into the sun. But at the end of the day, I mean, if Marvel really wanted to, I'm sure they could find a loophole of the celestial of Arisham recreating Icarus. And mm -hmm. therefore, we could see Richard Madden as that character again in, in sense. the MCU. I mean, it's certainly possible. But I did, I guess on the flip side, I, I just like that decision. And, and maybe that's just because I appreciated Eternals being different from the basic formula of the MCU of all that he of the heroes of the main character surviving and being ready for a, a new story right for some reason i just liked that and i don't really know how else to analyze that or, or say that i just kind of like that decision i don't know i just kind of felt the emotions in that moment of yeah. him kind of he he flies to the ground and he apologizes and you can tell that he's very upset about it but then it was kind of in a flip side it is kind of abrupt to just see him take off then and just well, Superman straight into the sun. <laughs> well, I look, I look at a lot of things from leadership perspectives. If if they all look to him as a leader for thousands of years, mm -hmm. and he admits his wrong, and then just says, "All right, well, now I have to go die." Yeah. <laughs> what kind of a leader is that? You know, that's a that's bogus. Fair. That's a bogus leader. So for me, that that's why I don't really like that ending because I'm thinking, dude, you you apologized you've made amends you've seen mm. that there's not a need for this celestial to be born yeah you know why why abandon that you can have mm. a redemption arc without dying sure you know and and that's a that's a thing that i think movies get wrong a lot of the time people can be redeemed in from whatever without them saying well now now that i'm redeemed i can't right my wrongs i can't un i can't un no you just yeah trudge on i don't know maybe that's just my worldview coming out no i, I can but, see that i can but, see that but i just I, I just looked at that and i was like well you're a trash leader i would never follow you like <laughs> sure. and even the whole time i was like i would 100 not follow this guy like the whole time i was like no nope, this guy's too full of himself and i'm that i'm that kind of person anyway i don't want to follow the guy who's like no I'm the leader. Like, I don't want to follow that person. So for me, I just was like, nah, I'm what's good. that? What's that Dune quote? Dune? Yeah. Um, good leaders don't seek to lead, oh, but, but, uh, oh, what is it, man? It's a great quote. I don't, I don't remember it. They're called to it. Yes. Good leaders are called to it. It's yes. not forced. It just happens. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, the, that's why, um, Cersei, ends up being such an incredible character as our, character. our leader that Ajax chose. And I like that Ajax could see yes. that Icarus, that something within Icarus, he was not ready to be any kind of a leader. And so yeah. by the time we get to that moment where that thing comes out of her chest and then goes into Cersei, mm -hmm. the ball looking thing, it reminded yeah, me 
it reminded me a lot of um a seeker from harry potter Dude, yes the um the snitch isn't that what the it's snitch. called that's yeah some <laughs> i don't know i've only seen each one one time i don't i don't know so if you're a harry potter fan now would be the time to chime in and tell us yeah. what the heck uh <laughs> we what that is called because some of someone out there is listening it's like you idiot it's this yeah you idiot <laughs> yeah. You're calling me the idiot not you no 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 uh, i'm calling us the idiots <laughs> oh okay because well, like, i don't know if if it's the snitch or not really <laughs> hey whatever it is you know it's out there it's a thing regardless um that's what it reminded me of and you know i i think that you know as far as the characters go i've said it a lot it's great so why don't we move on to your boy kit harrington oh my boy kit harrington because there's a lot really with this little uh what is it screen time he had yeah ended up being kind of a big yeah well first of all the first big thing that i want to say and i know i know i've got family members that are interested in listening to eternals because they love game of thrones or sorry they're listening to us spoiler review eternals because they want to go see it because they love game of thrones okay i can't tell you how much that small little scene at the beginning when they come face to face when uh richard madden and kit harrington come face to face yeah because they're starks they're stark brothers essentially in game of thrones i can't tell you how much that meant to me it was so cool (laughs) to see them and again like like you said very brief brief moment They come face to face. That was enough for me. I got my Game of Thrones nerdiness out. I, I nudged Maddie as soon as it was going on. I was like, look, look, look. Uh, it was great. <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. Uh, but Kit Harrington in Eternals. Yes, he is barely, barely in it. At the very end, Cersei gets abducted, essentially, by the Celestial. That. Yeah. And he's just kind of left there on Earth. And we end on his face that is the final shot of eternals i think in that moment before we even got to the credits i thought in that moment this is very clear that this is the stepping the the next step up for really dane whitman's character to proceed on not necessarily i mean obviously they they can go with eternal some more but in a sense and i kind of had a feeling that he wouldn't be in this movie long i think i talked about it leading up to it that he had barely been in any of the marketing he wasn't in any of the posters and rightfully so because i mean he probably was in the film for a total five minutes yeah but when he was in it when he was in it i was very intrigued i don't know if that was just my game of thrones part of me i wouldn't say that dj since you haven't seen game of thrones what did you think of kit harrington being in the mcu i will say that i knew that both him and um the actor who played icarus Mm -hmm. you know i know i know i I know you know these guys names i don't i don't know their names sure (laughs) but um i know that they were both in game of thrones together Mm -hmm. and just this last week i saw an image you know someone was hyping up eternals on twitter or something and they they're like can't believe we get these guys back and i was like oh they're like they're like family like i realized all of a sudden i was like oh they're they're actually and i didn't know that because i've not seen game of thrones Mm-hmm. so i'm sitting there I was like, oh they actually know each other so when they actually met on screen i was like look at that i was like even i was kind of like and so i'm looking at kit harrington thinking you have to act like you've never met this guy before that's got to mm-hmm. be pretty weird knowing <laughs> that you've 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 done eight seasons of a tv show well i assume eight seasons i have no idea because i know at one point can't someone say. died can't say look look I, assume I everyone dies in game of thrones i don't i don't <laughs> care i don't care one way or the other i know john snow dies and comes back 
Okay. Okay. I, I know that, you know, <laughs> the internet, even I got touched by that one. Okay. Me not watching anything. Didn't have HBO. Didn't even sure. know hardly what Game of Thrones was just dragons and a blonde chick. Is what I knew. <laughs> um, that's what I, that's all. That was my extent and uh winter's coming. <laughs> and so all yeah. that, all that to say, I thought it was cool when they met in, okay. in this movie. I thought, okay, that's, that's neat. You know, they're, that's really cool. And I'm okay. sure the Game of Thrones fans are going nuts, but beyond that kid harrington's character was interesting and we didn't get a whole lot until the very end the 11th no. hour i mean is when yeah. it really spiced up and i thought that was cool yeah I thought that was neat i was okay with that absolutely and i don't want to toot my own horn here but i believe it was one of the episodes when we reported that chloe Zhao had revealed that there were two in credit scenes me and you kind of predicted what those in credit scenes would be. I said right. that I said that the first one was going to be something to propel the eternal story. That's basically what we got. And we'll talk about that in a minute. In my opinion, that was kind of cringy. Uh, but the second in credit scene is Kit Harrington's Dane Whitman, Dane Whitman as the Black Knight tease that we got that i was so hopeful that we would get and we got it and it was amazing and i had no clue who this voice was in this in credit scene that says are you basically are you sure you want to do this i researched it and chloe Zhao has confirmed that that is blade i knew it immediately i didn't i did not i had no I clue it. i heard it and was like oh that's blade like here's the thing you you throw, so a, cool. you throw a black sword out there and stuff starts moving on it and i'm thinking okay you know it's creepy it's talking to them sounds sounds like a haunted house okay what's a haunted ha what do haunted houses have vampires oh blade you know it That's was cool. it was a quick connection for me. i i literally like put my seat you know the at amc you know the seat raises up right put right, the right. seat down and i was like i looked at hillary my wife and i was like blade and then got up and, yeah and i was like oh wait my wife's pregnant i need to help her get up and <laughs> Um, <laughs> in that moment, was that sorry? I was gonna say Maddie's first prediction was Nick Fury. No, it was too. Sam Sam Jackson is too noticeable. Yeah, and too that's what I said too. Of a voice. That's what I said. No, but, but then I as you said like, that, I was like, like Google search who is that at the end of the credits? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, it is Blade. I knew immediately, it was you Blade. have a great ear and you have great observation skills there. You know, I did so not funny. catch up on that. What's so funny is that um, I've never even seen a Blade movie. Yeah, there's one that came out in the 90s, I think. I don't know. I just know that, um, oh, what is his name? Dadgum. This is not a good show for us as far as remembering actors' No, as names. far as, no. I don't remember his name. Um, well, it came out in 1982, so I, no, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. I typed in Blade, and it, it popped up as Blade Runner. Rightfully so, though, because that's an amazing film. I've uh, Blade, seen Blade Runner. 1998. You've never seen Blade Runner? I've started it once and then I never finished it. I had to go do something. Oh, yeah. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Gosh, 1998 man. played Blade. Yeah, I knew I knew it was like some W name. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's he once said and recently he goes, nobody will play Blade except for me. He's just <laughs> he's like he's like Wolverine and, and Hugh Jackman. He's like, nope, that's me. You can't. Right. You know. Or even Charlie Cox with Daredevil. He's like, no, 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 no. If they cast anybody else, they'll have to fight me for it. You know, kind of. They're like, these are my characters. And right. um, he's that guy with Blade, you know. But as far as the connection to Kit Harrington's Dane Whitman, I have no idea how that connects. I know nothing about that. Oh, I don't either. I have and, zero clue. 
Well, that that's fine. And I'll be honest with you. I don't really, they're going to need to pull me in. Eternals had a hard time pulling me in. Uh huh. be honest. Like I was like, I don't even like, even up until yesterday buying the ticket, I was like, I don't even know if I really want to see this movie. Yeah. And, well, and it's like I said, like the marketing, I didn't feel like it really raised the stakes as it went. It just no. kind of seemed even kill. And honestly, after watching the film, it's kind of even kill. So they didn't really have anything else to give us. Yep. Well, they know all their money is going to Spider-Man. That's yeah. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> That's there. true. That is true. Uh, but overall, I was pleased with Kit Harrington And, and, and you were right about something. It. Yeah, finally. Finally right about something yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And, but that's only it, the beginning because Venom's not going to be in No Way Home. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you keep talking, you naysayer. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. He's this is there. like, you know, your jokes on me about me being a Game of Thrones Game fans of Thrones, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep bringing it up as much as I possibly I, can. <laughs> I, I hope, you know, there's a part of me that's like, I kind of hope Venom's not in that movie now because I'll never live it down. It'd be great. Dude, if Venom's not in <laughs> No Way Home, I'm freaking out on air. Woo! <laughs> Called it. Up. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just look like a dweeb. Nah, great. it's all good. It'll it's all good. good times. It'll be good times. But well, it was really cool that that last in credit scene. Uh, ju- again, this is the Game of Thrones glasses going on. Kit Harrington with a sword again is going to be pretty cool. I mean, there's nothing really else to, to say about that makes me excited it's also exciting just in general to have swords in the mcu i mean i know you're a sword guy so let's go anything with a sword i'm like oh there's a sword like (laughs) the the movie the last duel you know it Uh had one sword fight at the end you know Mm -hmm. and there was a small battle a couple times too here and there but for the most part one sword fight and i was i saw a duel and i was like i'm in you know don't care yeah there's gonna be swords (laughs) let's watch it like i'm all for it I'll watch it. You sword, you know, that's just me. But I'm, I'm with you. The sword, it looked cool. I want to nice. see the whole thing. I want to see that. That is the most intriguing thing to me uh-huh. as far as it connects to Kit Harrington and also Blade. I'm like, mm-hmm. let me see the sword. If I can see that sword, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. That's just me being an uber nerd, I think, at the end of the day. Sure. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the ending here. Uh, it does seem that Marvel has committed to focusing on the Eternals moving forward. I mean, at the very end, quote unquote, it said the Eternals will return. They, they do that. They've done that in the past with numerous MCU films and they always stick to it. So it it seems like we're going to get them because here at the end, like I said earlier, we got the disappearance or the abduction, whatever you want to call it of Cersei, Kingo and Fastos at the end. Thena, how do you say his name again? Druig, Druig, and Makari are on their own, on their own to find others and inform them of really what's going on and that they really, you know, don't have their, they don't make their own decisions, yada, 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 all those different things. And this is where it got weird for me. The first in credit scene, Harry Styles shows up and immediately I was taken out of it. Uh, wasn't a fan of that necessarily if i'm being completely honest and it has nothing to do with his music i don't think i mean i'm not a harry styles fan personally yeah uh i don't know it was just weird and then the little thing that was with him that freaking gnome did not oh my look good gosh okay let me just say did something not look about good 
I, I'm about to roast that thing. I don't know who the, who's who's in charge of that. What the heck they were thinking? They made a CG character that looked exactly like Seth Green, voiced by Patton Oswalt. That's what that thing looked like. It looked like the freaking Fighting Irish logo from Notre Dame. Just that, yeah. that right to this. You know, <laughs> if you're if you're on, I'm sorry. I know that we try to we try to not to do this, but if you're listening on podcast, I look exactly like that logo right now. Just, <laughs> I mean, there you it's go. Just so it's so dumb. And I thought. This is stupid. I hate everything about this. It's a drunk little goblin. Send him back to Santa Claus. I'm just, I, I mean, I was Dude, just, he literally looked like he was pulled from Polar Express. That, that was, was the animation. Stupid. That was the it animation was, on that thing. It was horrible. Now, Horrendous. Horrible. Those of you that don't know, Harry Styles is portraying the character Star Fox. I know nothing about a character called Star Fox. There's only one Star Fox, and he's a fox who flies spaceships <laughs> on the Nintendo 64. I'm sticking with that. Very nice. I'm sticking I, with that. I have no clue who that is either. Star Fox, man, from like Super Smash Bros. No, no uh, recollection. Classic, <laughs> classic video game right there. Listen, here I'm with you. Oh, when you snap. said. When you said Harry Styles that took it took you out of the film, took me out of the film. What'd you find? Uh, I just Google searched Star Fox and it pops up and says he's also known as Eros. Grew up on Titan alongside his brother Thanos. That little gnome creature introduced him as the brother of Thanos. Did he? Yeah, he completely did. missed it. See, I was too busy thinking about oh, why is Harry Styles in? The MCU. That and I didn't even that, notice that. That's why you missed it. And that's an important note to make. You don't. I'm going to tell you right now why Harry Styles is in this movie, or for uh-huh. that brief second, they have polled or done research, market research. They realize there are not enough young girls going to see Marvel movies. So what do they do? Hmm. They cast Harry Styles, and so, and I know this to be a fact because, again, Parker, who's again Discord member. By the way, we have not said this. Join our Discord. Follow <laughs> yeah, us it. on our follow us on socials. We're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Come join the party over on the internet further than this. Okay. But Parker told me today, he's like, my took my sister and our and our younger cousin, and we all went and watched it. And as soon as Harry Styles popped on the screen, ah, you know, did the thing. And they he was like, they're not even freaking out because it's a new Star character Fox or whatever. It's yeah. Straight up, it's because it's Harry Styles. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that's what Marvel's doing. Bad call. Bad, bad, well, bad call. Uh, I'm st- yeah, I'm st- I guess. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with I mean, it. it. I think it's stupid. I, in my opinion, it's a bad call, yes. But on the yeah. flip side, we'll still be showing up as well as now those new individuals that are Harry Styles fans will be showing up. So in a sense. I kind of don't even want to go see the movie now because I know those <laughs> fans will be there. It's going to be on. Like, Man. I, Choosing I, violence. Here we go. <laughs> well. Let me let me connect to my light and I'll turn it red real quick. <laughs> you know, I I 100% think it is the dumbest thing they could possibly do. I'm getting a fair enough segment going on here on fair enough. <laughs> and we're we're over here in overtime. You know, I I I'm I'm ticked. I think it's dumb. I just some fangirl it was questionable. Some, some fangirl or fanboy, not not pointing fingers, just saying, think it's stupid. And I I will listen. I've been known for my blunt takes around sure. here. I, sure. it is dumb it's dumb um i will say this though uh as far as the star fox 
spinoff or movie or whatever they're wanting to do or Eternals 2 with that group working with him. Uh, <laughs> he's got his red going on. Um, I think it's setting it up to have a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. The Eternals 2 or spinoff well, or Star Fox yeah, or whatever. That in credit scene, that in the mid credit scene going into the credits with that music um, mm -hmm. feels like the first time. It was a it was a setup for yeah. something Guardians related, which is fine. Uh -huh. I just I still think Harry Styles in this is a bad call. I can yeah. see him next. I don't. I, I think why I think it's a bad call is because I can't see him in these characters in that story of Eternals. Uh -huh. I can see him next to Chris Pratt and Rocket. Right, 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 right. Can't and even Chris Hemsworth, but anything else? That's no a way. that's a good call too, because it feels like everyone in the Eternals. Well, not everyone, but in the Eternals cast, they they are all Oscar like talent levels. Harry Styles isn't some, known for his acting. <laughs> some guy who was in one Christopher Nolan movie for like 30 seconds four <laughs> yeah. years ago looking at there Dunkirk. You, you know well, what I mean? Oh, that's okay. Yeah, Dunkirk. I mean, yeah. whatever. And then there was the One Direction movie, but who cares? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, listen, that those are kind of my big spoiler takeaways that I had listed there. Other than I do want to mention one more thing, and that is something that we have definitely heavily alluded to. And that's the critic scores. At the end of the day, critic scores are irrelevant. They mean nothing to us as far as audience members. So currently, and Rotten Tomatoes admittedly is what I use the most, even though maybe it's not an accurate representation of how good a film is. But currently, as I screen grab this image this morning, as far as Rotten Tomatoes goes, Eternals is sitting at a 47% with the critic rating which I do not believe it is near that bad audience score 80%. And I think that is more accurate. And again, just a reminder, rotten tomatoes. That does not mean that's the score of the film. That means that for the critics, 47% of the critics enjoyed it for the audience. 80% of the audience members enjoyed it. So it's a percentage of who has gone on there to review this thing. It is not like a, oh, this movie is an 8 out of 10. It, it's not right. like that. It's right. just a percentage of, did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, but still, the 47%, I don't think is accurate, to say the least. And I think DJ nailed that earlier in our discussion. So I just wanted to throw that out yeah. there. DJ, do you have anything else you want to say as far as that critic scores go, score goes? Yeah, I think it's accurate. You know, I, I still stick to they're trying to roast Chloe Zhao. They're mm -hmm. trying to throw Hunter the, her under the bus, you know, and that's dirty. It's a dirty move, but that's Hollywood, and that's how it goes. I would say I, I tried to think, okay, what did I think about it percentage-wise? 80. I, th I think it's a solid 80 out you of go. 100. You know, so that's you're right my, there with the audience then. I, I really am, and, and not just because I'm looking at it on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I'm, I just really think it was a solid B plus Yeah. or just a solid B. That's yeah, what that is. Solid B. Solid B. And but I did also scroll down. Did you check to see how much it's made in the box, box office? Box office, I have not. $71.3 million. Okay. And that's just U.S. That was that's opening weekend, I'm assuming. Uh, it doesn't say. It just says box office gross USA. Okay. So, so it's probably including no. yesterday. So the weekend plus yeah. Monday. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. I mean, it's still not Venom Let There Be Carnage. 
It seems what like would, Venom Let There Be Carnage. It was 90. 90, okay. I think that's fair, though, you know, given nobody knows who these characters are. Yeah. I would say the biggest draw is, like, Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek and Kit Harrington. you know, that maybe those Harry Style fans who heard about it, but that's going to be that the big spoiler that 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 variety or somebody revealed after press screenings. Yeah, that Harry Styles was in it. It's either that or Blade. But the Man, Harry Styles okay. thing is what I saw. I didn't see Blade. I didn't see until, either of until them that, until after I finished the movie. I no, feel I like I, the, I knew about the Harry Styles thing. I feel like I wouldn't have been so upset about the Harry Styles thing if I had known about it. I, I knew about it. And I, I'm still upset about it. So mm. it's I, I'm going to stand by it. I think it's dumb. Fair enough. I mean, oh, I can change it back. Hang on. <laughs> going red. Going dark. real quick. <laughs> I still think it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's fair. And, and I'm kind of with you. I did. I mean, I put it in the notes. Don't like this. That's what I said. Point blank. As far as Harry Styles yep. being in it. So <laughs> those are. Our spoiler thoughts on Marvel's Eternals. What did you think? Those of you listening, if you're on YouTube, comment in the comments below what you thought of Marvel's Eternals. If you are listening on our podcast platforms, hit the Discord link and come and tell us in there. We would, first of all, we would be thrilled to have you in Discord. And second of all, we would love to hear your opinion. That's what it's all about. But that is our show for this week on Geekverse Reactions. I am so thankful for those of you that continue to listen to this. And we've had a lot of fun uh, covering things outside of the Star Wars realm. But just for you to know, if you're one of our, our listeners that really stumbled upon us with Geekverse Reactions and you've been enjoying this content and you love it, I do want you to know, though, that we are eventually, once Book of Boba Fett comes out, we're going to fade Geekverse Reactions out for a minute, but it will come back. And something that I've kind of, been thinking on as far as geek verse reactions goes is we'll definitely continue to do like out of theater reactions and maybe special spoiler discussions between us two but once star wars gets super busy and super heavy which 2022 is going to be star wars heavy that's going to be our main focus but i promise our geek verse reactions content is not going to go away like we're going to do a Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler discussion and out of theater reaction, all those different things. When Doctor Strange comes out next year, we'll do the same Hawkeye. thing. Hawkeye, which is coming up this month. Uh, Batman next year. We're definitely covering that. So even though eventually we're going to get to the point where Geekverse isn't maybe every single Tuesday, we will still have content for you guys. So if you like Geekverse, be sure to subscribe if you haven't to our YouTube channel because more stuff is coming, even if it's not on that normal Tuesday schedule. I just wanted to say that for some reason that's been on my mind a lot lately. I'm kind of planning the rest of the year and thinking into next year. And we've always committed that Mando talk and Star Wars takes priority. And we just feel like Star Wars is going to get so busy here soon that that's going to be our full focus. Um, and rightfully so, though, because it's going to be pretty special but anyway i appreciate everybody's support hit the subscribe button if you haven't regardless of what platform you are on we are so thankful so appreciative and i love every single one of you guys that listen and i'll pass it to dj to get us out of here for this week it's it's 100 star wars all the time for me on twitter <laughs> at rebels come texan i do occasionally retweet the marvel and the batman stuff but for the most part I'm Star Wars 100% of the time. Just going to be, sure. I mean, I'm wearing a Vader shirt right now. Sure. You know, I mean, and we're, we're always surrounded by Star Wars stuff in our studios and our setups. 
Yeah. So. Even if, even if I'm at home or back in my normal place here at the church, you know, whatever, uh -huh. I'm just, I don't care. <laughs> you know, all I'm going to say, I'm just to get us out of here. Yep. You will not see me with Harry Styles, but I will see you on earth too. <laughs>